0: Anthony. That's it. That's it. Back to the three man crew. I mean China Cabinet is still here.
1: Stop it. <laughs> you're not talking about China Cabinet anymore. But nah, it's old. China Cabin has jumped the shark. What? You are just not along with the jokes.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm I'm It got a it got it got on the jet ski, went a <laughs> and went over the shark. Okay. Jump the shark is a happy days
0: reference. I remember, it up. I remember the, the show. I just yeah. don't remember that reference, but you, know, I, you
2: don't know what Jump the Shark means? No. Jump the Shark means uh the point in which a TV show or some kind of series starts getting bad.
0: Like everything on TV?
2: <laughs> things eventually if you don't if you don't end soon enough, things jump the shark. It refers to the point in which Arthur Fonzarelli aka Fonzie A.K.A. The Fonz got on the jet ski, jumped over a shark.
0: Okay, mm-hmm.
1: this has been a new episode of TV tropes, featuring Joe. The movie equivalent is nuke the fridge,
2: which refers to when Indiana Jones got in the refrigerator and survived a nuclear blast. In Indiana Jones 4.
1: The Crystal Skull? Yes. The one with Shia LaBeouf? Yes. Where they nuked the fridge. Well, that explains why I had no idea what you're talking about because. You didn't see it? I don't watch anything with Shia LaBeouf in it. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Nuked the fridge. All right. Nuked the fridge. Okay. Jump the shark, nuked the fridge. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm Andre, and before we started off with our normal stuff, uh just wanna say uh, as you could as you can see Theo is not here at the moment. So he is off uh gallivanting around and having fun on a recording night. Lord knows why he's doing that. Happy birthday to Michaela, his fiance.
0: I'm pretty sure she might have murdered him if he wasn't with her right now, so
1: Well that's a him problem.
0: <laughs> okay. It is not an us problem. I hear that. <laughs>
1: yeah. so uh,
2: it's some, it's something I don't have to ever worry about. Please, somebody love me.
0: Oh boy!
1: So I hope you uh, you, you enjoy the the day, both of you. Uh, and we need him back for next week because we just need him back for next week. Right? I, I might not be here. I I don't trust Joe with his editing skills. He likes to mash things too much. I did the mash.
0: The monster, the monster Mash. mash. Oh god. The graveyard smash. Oh God. You see I've been hanging out with you guys for too long. This I'm is what surprised happens. you don't even know
2: what the Monster Mash is. You so young. You so young. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We're after a great start, aren't we? <laughs>
0: well
1: one more thing on a on a more serious note. Uh, one of our listeners, one of our older listeners, uh, was involved in a fairly senseless act of violence and was a uh, Pretty pretty hurt from it, from what we were able to tell, but he, it seems like he's on the mend. And we wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, you know, we, we definitely appreciate the fact that you were listening to us from the beginning, so we're shouting you out right now. You know who you are. We're not going to give any names. Get well soon. Yes, please get well soon. Resume listening at your earliest convenience. With that said, what are you guys playing? Joe. Yo. You're not me. Theo. I'm so not what Theo. Do you have? Um...
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. That I, sounds like Final Fantasy XIV. It is. I, I I booted up Bayonetta. How is it on the PC? It is a very good port once you figure out how to configure it. Oh. I spent a good half hour trying to configure it. So anyway, I got into the graphics settings, and the default resolution was like 3410 by 20. I, I did not even remember the number, Wait. but it was something enormous cuz this this uh, this game's uh, runs in 4K. Oh it does. Yeah, well it's a PS3 game so it must be really easy to make it in 4K. So I just show more of the yeah. screen. It's 4K. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, my monitor is in this resolution. I just kind of want to play this, you know, border borderless windows cuz that's how I like my stuff. You know, I have multi, multiple monitors. I like to navigate around while I'm playing games. So I set it to I set it to my uh, default desktop resolution. And the game freezes and splits onto both of my screens. Like right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> it was humongous and it covered both of my monitors. <laughs> just couldn't I had to I had to open Task Manager and hit the delete key until it closed the bayonet. Delete. DELETE! DELETE! So I spent a good forty-five minutes trying to figure out. This apparently had to turn off HDR, and that did it.
1: <laughs> so, um, Square didn't have anything to do with this, right? The, no, they, no, it's this Sega is, this is Sega. So they didn't they didn't ask Square to help them F everything up, nope. apparently. Or FF everything up. <laughs> <laughs> I, it actually doesn't surprise me, now that I think about it. Uh, when I got Valkyria Chronicles on Steam, and I was trying to run it, it was giving me a lot of problems to begin with. Well, not as much
2: problems that I had with this, this Bayonetta, Bayonetta board. But once I got it working, runs fantastic. I managed to get it to my desired specifications, and it's, it's gorgeous. It's Bayonetta. And, I and you'll finally beat it. And then I just got in there, and I played around the tutorial for 15 minutes, and then stopped. I'm like, yeah, I don't know
0: what I was expecting. <laughs>
2: I'm like of course, of course I would stop there.
0: Of course I would. This is the first Bayonetta. Bayonetta two. This is Bayonetta one.
2: Okay. I don't think, but, but because of the uh, the funding it got from Nintendo, I don't think you'll see Bayonetta two on anything anytime soon. You might get a Switch port. Who knows? It's. I mean, we'll never say never. Um, you know, I think Sega is starting to push more. Some of their stuff onto uh, onto PC. So, but but besides that, it's just been straight Final Fantasy fourteen. Yep. for my entire vacation. I kept looking at near. I'm like, I have to play you, but I don't want to play you.
1: And I don't you want gotta, to play you a lot. And then you got near zero.
2: <laughs> Bandit is a much better game, in my opinion. Bandit is good right from the right from the get go. Right from the get-go, it's just a lot more combat's a lot more fun right off the bat. I mean, like the in, in intricacies, intric, in in. Help me out here. The little things. Yes. But <laughs> the the intricacies, the, 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 the little things. <laughs> Porky Pig reference. Seems better on uh, near, but the combat is just more fun on Bayonetta. Yeah. And yeah, I will. I look forward to not beating this. Just like you not beated the first Bayonetta. Exactly. I'm going to not beat it all over again.
1: <laughs> all over again. Just going to get stuck in some random room and be like, I can clear this better. Yep. Instead of going through it, I'm just going to stay here. Every time.
2: Every time.
1: Why don't you just go through the damn room and not care? You know what? Maybe my mentality has changed.
2: <laughs> if I can just get myself out of this tutorial. Because I'm, like, I'm trying to relearn everything. I'm trying to like get back to it where I was, and I'm playing with an Xbox controller, so I'm like, this feels weird. I, li- I would like a DS4 for my PC, and pick that up. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to get into endgame stuff in Final Fantasy XIV, but it's kind of prohibitive. It's one of those, you know, can't get the job without the training, or the training without the job. Oh, nice. Yeah, a lot of like I go at the party finder and like everyone is looking for, you know, full clear, no no bonuses, no people, no new people, no the fight, get in, get out real quick. And I'm like, oh, I wanna I wanna learn this stuff.
0: Sounds <clears throat> like, like my problem with raids and destiny. Yeah. You know,
2: it's like you don't get you don't get in on the cusp of the you know, the brand right. new stuff. If you're not there at the beginning. If you're not if you're not cutting edge, you you kinda miss out. So I'm Trying to get stuff together with the uh, the free company and there's there's it's a lot of new players who haven't really unlocked things and I'm kind of you know just m- moving along with like one or
0: two people. Oh, so you're like you're stuck in the middle pretty much.
2: Yeah, you know there, there are some people who've done who've done the end game content and other people who are still you know leveling up. I am stuck in the middle. Yeah, I've got a I'm like I'm in this I'm in this like little pit. Where on one side there was the leveling content, I'm going downhill. Everything's really fast, and now I'm trying to climb back up out into the other side where the rest of the game is. I, well, we'll see what happens. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make stuff work, but
1: it'll be a moot point in a couple of months.
2: indeed, indeed. I'm trying to. I'm thinking about maybe moving on to greener pastures, but I like where I am. The biggest thing stopping me from going is the house and the corner where we are. It's <laughs> very good. House look oh, it's so good. It's so good. I don't want to give that up. <laughs> don't wanna give that up. <laughs> so we'll see where I go from here. I'm looking forward to playing with you guys again. <laughs> it's half the fun for me, honestly. Well
1: so, Yeah. I mean, you know you know my current
2: state. Oh, I know your situation. But let's hear about this guy over here. Who uh alright. So let's see, it's week, it's week three of Broken Promises Month in the 4205 cast, so uh, let's go on and regale us with your, uh, with your tale of another Broken Promise today, Ant. Two weeks ago, you were supposed to have
1: Horizon Zero Dawn finished. Beaten. So, Done. Let's hear it. Busted it's open. finished, right? The way that Theo surprised me last <laughs> week with the Zelda news, you're okay. going to surprise me this week with Horizon Zero Dawn news.
0: I mean, I can, I can pretty much tell you how the game ends, because I'm pretty much at the... There's probably about an hour and a half, two hours left of the game left, literally. I probably played it for like 10 hours today. It's a good story in general, but the story's actually picking up, and there's a lot of neat information you find out about the world of Horizon Zero Dawn. That makes sense. It actually makes sense for a really good story. Can't really I don't wanna spoil it for anybody.
2: Well you spoiled it for me. I mean and you was, wanted me to I was I was pleasantly surprised with the story you were regaling me with.
0: Yeah, it was it, it's pretty cool. And then there's a lot of hints about um extra DLC for this game. I don't know how they well, I didn't like I said I didn't finish the game completely, but I don't know how they would inc- implement that. Pretty sure more machines for you to kill or whatnot. I don't know if there's gonna be a storyline expansion, but there's rumors about a uh Horizon Zero Dawn 2 also for this game.
2: I'm absolutely sure you'll see a sequel for this game. Yeah, Did, they maybe not call it Horizon Zero Dawn 2? Horizon 1 Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Horizon Zero
0: Dusk. I mean, oh <laughs> the, the subtitle for the game was, is pretty much a, a program that's in the game. I don't want to give too much information. Right,
2: oh, you're trying to avoid spoilers. That's yeah, cool. that's so fine. that's
0: where the subtitle is from. So I don't, it would be nice to see what the second subtitle would be for part two of the game.
2: So you've been dodging the question. Have you finished this game?
0: I thought I answered it when I said that I have about two hours left of the game left. No?
2: Mm-hmm. You yeah, haven't finished it yet.
0: It. I mean, like I said before, I was almost. I was gonna finish it before I got here, but I, I was. was gonna. I was rushed.
2: Shoulda, coulda, would
0: By one of our. Oh my god. Cast Stop. members.
1: Stop pointing elbows. Uh,
0: who's pointing elbows?
1: Right there. The elbow <laughs> pointing right at
0: you. My elbow's right. been like that since we started this You've cast today. have for that long. Uh, whatever.
2: You set that up. That's what it is. Whatever. <laughs> um, I'm squarely at this guy.
0: Besides that, I'm. Eager to get back at the Final Fantasy. It's giving me enough time to, you know, not get bored of it. So, what, uh,
2: what's keeping you from, from finishing this off?
0: Is this life, work?
2: I guess I can relate to that. F-
0: female girlfriend.
1: Female girlfriend? Yeah. As opposed to the male girlfriends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, like I said looking forward to get back to Final Fantasy 14 good we need you, you i to watch it I felt like when we, I was playing I started to get um, slightly bored of it Alrighty. very very slight because I may it to get the new class that comes out in June Yeah. so I really wasn't happy with using the ninja anymore but then I figured, okay, well, if I go back to it, nah, it now, it makes no sense for me to start a new class, to waste time. Might as well just go back to the ninja. Th-
2: get things start opening up a higher level. At low levels, it's just like, okay, yeah. match attack, match attack, match attack.
0: Yeah. So, hopefully, I'm, I'm off this Monday, so I'll have time to...
2: Finish Horizon Zero Dawn. No,
0: it'll be finished before then. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be well, playing Final Fantasy. We shall see. Mr. Anderson. Well, I'm playing Persona 5. Of course he
2: is. He's yet to finish it.
1: It's a long game. Buckling down. uh, tunnel visioned Narrow focus. I don't think it's going to get me the 130-some-odd hours that Zelda got me, but I'm pretty sure it'll get me the 80 or 90 hours. A lot of people I know
2: are playing this game. And so far, the only complaint I heard about Persona 5 is that it's Persona. I don't even find that to be a complaint. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Persona games are strange and unusual,
1: and kind of culture shocky. This has a little bit of that. A little bit, I must say. Slide them <laughs> I did see some. I did see an, an article of a translator, a professional translator, critiquing the translation of the game, <laughs> saying that it was kind of amateur hour. But. It, while playing, it didn't really strike me as uh, as bad or off. Well,
2: so, I mean it's probably uh, probably some nuances that you're missing. Well, I mean, not having, not being part of that, you know, that culture or that language, and
1: right. So they're saying one of the examples they gave was, I don't actually know the specific terminology, but you know, uh, we'll say things like, "Well, I guess I had no choice," right. Mm-hmm. Uh... There's a term in in the Japanese for it, which literally translates to, it can't be helped. Which is a a phrase that we do have, but we don't really use it that often. And apparently, and I I didn't even notice this, but it's used a lot in the translation. So they're saying, this is something that when you translate a game into English with somebody's... uh, personality this one phrase in japanese translates to about three or four different things that you can use to make somebody's personality make more sense so they have like the the rush the rough thuggish character and if he says it it could be translated as well fuck it it just is what it is or they have the proper honor student character who could say it but well, i guess it can't be helped because it, it sounds more formal and they said that it was kind of a missed opportunity that they just translated it specifically, literally, every time.
2: Yes. Yeah. So they're missing the they're missing the nuances of the like translate just translating idioms. Right. It, it, it is difficult to translate foreign idioms. And you need to know the context most of the time.
1: Right. So, like I said, I was playing the game and I didn't really notice anything that was off. I mean, I've played games that were poorly translated. Yeah. I mean, all we have... grew up playing poorly translated games. And some of them were glorious. Uh, so this game didn't strike me as poorly translated, but I think if I went back and looked at it a little bit harder, maybe I'd see it, but I didn't notice it at all. Honestly.
2: Yeah, that's fine. I mean... This isn't you get, like... You get the gist of it. You understand, that, you know, what, what the gist of what's going on.
1: That's all that's really important. Right. And the... The voice actors have more or less done a good job, the English voice actors, so that any of the speech that might sound a little off is still sounding good when you hear it. So you just don't notice it. And I was more or less fine with it. When I'm reading the article, I just, it didn't connect. Nitpicking, it was nitpicking. It felt like it was just nitpicking. But then it's, it's somebody who's in the industry of translating games.
2: Oh, yeah, they're going to nitpick. So... I mean, that's their business, you know? Right. So I was I was it's, just it's, considering but, the source. But it's like asking a proofreader to go over the little... the, the paragraphs your fifth grader wrote. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> Who cares?
0: Is this... Um, can you change the, the character's voice from um, English to... I'd uh, be very surprised if you couldn't. Japan? Japanese?
1: You have to download a patch. Oh. Not a patch. It's a... It's a technically a, a free DLC. <laughs> the Japanese voice is it's for free. A Japanese like, voice. I'm, I am a kind of surprised it doesn't come packaged with it. This is the first Persona game that has a Japanese voice track in America. That i am more good. surprised by. I, I mean, the actual mainline Persona. I, be, I believe that Persona 4 Arena is the Japanese voice. Well, P4, you know, the fighting game, is fighting is game. probably um, easier.
0: Is Persona one of those games that have, like, for example, like... um. Naruto is Japanese. It has, like, comics and stuff like that. Does the Persona have, like, some kind of cartoon or comics that go along with it?
1: They're oh. usually made after the fact.
0: Oh, after the fact. Okay. Because, know-
1: obviously, you, you don't make these things when the game is still fresh. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to have people just watch the anime and know what happens in the game. Yeah, so, the so- the source material is the
0: video game. Okay. I know, like, a lot, of, a lot of games like this that have the Japanese voiceovers... Um, most people they change it to Japanese, like Dragon Ball Z. People change it to that. Yeah. Naruto. People change it to it. S- some people
2: prefer the. Uh, s- some people prefer the the, the Japanese because that's what they're used to, or that's what they. La- I mean, it's it's all it's all basically your your own personal preference. Okay. Uh, there are going to be some elitists out there who will prefer it as a uh, as it was originally intended. This is how it's supposed to be. I
1: prefer the language that I speak and understand. Yeah,
0: right? me too. I mean, it's it's like as a Naruto player, it's nice to hear it because I watched them, watched the Japanese anime and I read the manga. So, but I like yeah, that's, un- that's how I know it. Yeah, I like to understand so. what they're saying though, like especially <laughs> if it's a, a good story, that I would like to know.
1: Yeah. So I'm not really doing anything new. I I had this gigantic exposition dump. Oh, one of those. Yeah, you he reads like a hub where the computer explains it all. Well, <laughs> it was just cutscene after cutscene after cutscene over the course of a week in the game. A week worth of cutscenes. <laughs> so, so I turned it on after Raw this past week, and I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna do a couple ga- couple days, and see, you know, where I end up after that." Next thing I know, it's 2 a.m. <laughs> and I've finally gotten control of my character and able to actually do something. And I said, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it right here. I need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Work in the morning. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've watched cutscenes at 2 in the morning. Playing video games.
1: They were And they were very good. The, the whole... It's basically where I'm at is they're explaining the scenes that happen at the beginning because the beginning is a, a media res so you just, you're just you just starting at some random point of the story and then after you get captured in the beginning it goes into the story of how you get to that point
2: oh, it's one of those when it, when it, something that starts in like the middle of the episode yes and
1: then like f- 40 days earlier something like that and the the hook on it is you are explaining what happened to some sort of prosecutor who's uh, interrogating you. Oh, so you're in... You're in yeah, okay. you're, you're captured, and then she's grilling you on why you're doing this. and You see what happened was. <laughs> so I'm, I've, reached, I've reached the point... Like, I recognize the area. Mm-hmm. I've reached the point of that. Beginning. And that's what the expedition dump was? Yes, the okay. expedition dump was getting us to that point. Okay.
2: Can you, are you allowed to talk about this? We're of, we'll, we'll, we'll no, the no, Atlas no, this is way out? past 7 7. I, right. can't, I can't
1: say anything about it. They, yeah. m- they might take legal action. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta got got keep the Atlas cops away. <laughs> Atlas 5.0 needs to go. Uh, if if their cops are anything like the cops in this game, I don't want them anywhere near me. <laughs> really aggressive? They're extremely corrupt. Damn. Very, very corrupt, and adults, and adults are bad. That's what that's what this game teaches you. Teaches you adults are bad. Adults, adults. are bad people. You know, the, are this bad is people. what I was saying, and Teena- then somebody pointed also. out to me that I'm an adult, and I was, and I just had to admit. Well, I, I guess I'm bad. Well, teenagers and children are also bad people. So humanity stinks. <laughs> this is this is a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're doing things that. We,
0: I'm gonna say, shaking my head.
2: <laughs> he said, shaking his head into the microphone.
1: He actually did shake his head. So, he wasn't lying he or anything. Visual verification right over here. Alright, let's talk about some news. Wow. Alright, starting this week off, let's, uh, let's go and resume some bizarre Nintendo news. <laughs> One week later. One week later, uh, they have canceled the NES Classic, as we addressed last week. And also, we said last week, we kind of floated SNES Classic as something that they would do next. Last week, we said it. We did say it. Check the tape. We did say it. It was said. I also said, I also said Super Metroid wouldn't be on it.
0: Is it not going to be on it? I don't know. <laughs>
1: well, that, that was my bold prediction. We... We don't have any actual confirmation from Nintendo, but this story's picked up uh, a lot of press that there probably will be a Super Nintendo Classic. Eurogamer rumors tend to pan out.
0: Yes. All right, so what are three games that's definitely going to be on it? Super Mario World,
2: Super Mario Kart,
0: and... Street Fighter?
2: Zelda and Link to the Past. I don't know about Link to the Past, but what's going to be there? It better be.
0: So... I've never had a Super Nintendo, which I told you guys. Yeah. It's something that I might look into buying if it's real.
2: Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this: mm-hmm. is the novelty of this the same, better, or worse than an an NES version? To you, to you. For me? Yeah, for you.
0: Um, for me, for me it would be the same. Be the same. No, it is. It's something that as a I never. Owned as a kid, I didn't have any friends that had a Super Nintendo as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I'm old enough to fucking purchase it. I might be able to find it, which is probably a lie. <laughs> so, we'll see. Yeah, this is
2: gonna be a holiday run. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to find it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just keep that in your mind.
2: You're never gonna get it. They might do this kind of thing biannually, where one year it's the NES Classic, the next year it's the SNES Classic. Yes, upgrade.
0: So, so after this is the 64.
1: Total downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> I and then,
2: don't think anybody will disagree with. that. And then
0: after that is what GameCube.
1: All right, the, there's stop. We've, stop. We've, it's already the end of the classic era.
0: How do you make a, a a small GameCube?
1: You just make the GameCube again. Thing is tiny. <laughs> Thing is tiny. It's the Ouya. You make the Ouya. The what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that one of Theo's systems? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! So this uh, SNES classic—it's it, looking a little bit more real than it was last week when we kind of floated it.
0: Once they got the idea from us, <laughs>
2: well, hey, everybody
1: I, does that.
0: I need some—I need some money in my pocket for these ideas. They be no, taking. We keep, we,
2: we keep giving people free ideas. We need to stop. Yeah. We need to start charging people money for stuff.
1: Yeah, let's invoice Nintendo.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Something might come in it. The worst thing to do
1: is say no. Yeah. So well, this? the worst thing to do is send lawyers after us, but. <laughs> Well, that would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since it is Nintendo, they don't want anybody talking about their stuff. Ooh. Well. You know, for for a couple of those on people talking about their stuff. <laughs>
2: they sh- they sure make a lot of bizarre decisions.
1: <laughs> so the the novelty idea that you floated before on it. I think that this is a significantly less novel idea than the, su- than the NES Classic, right. although it's going to have significantly better games.
2: The NES is, yeah. In- indeed, that Super Nintendo has far better games than the NES, but the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System is from an era where Nintendo was literally synonymous with video games in the eyes of the, of the populace.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't called video games. It was called a Nintendo. Nintendo yeah, everything was called a Nintendo. You if you playing. had a Sega Master System, it was called a Nintendo. I go upstairs, play Nintendo.
2: Get off your Nintendo. Mama Sonic uh, the Hedgehog. <laughs> I don't care. Get off your Nintendo.
0: <laughs> that is true. Now that I think about it. Yeah,
1: it was. It was either you were playing on a Nintendo or you were playing a Mario. No yeah. matter what you were doing. <laughs> For the same reason we call cotton swabs Q-tips. You do. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nobody calls
0: Always say q tips. Always say q tips. I thought it was a West Indian thing. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they they have call um how West in uh, Jamaicans in particular have two pears.
1: Right. They have the pear fruit <laughs> that everybody's used to. And they have avocados.
0: They call it pears in Which Jamaica. Pears. Well, they're pear shaped to be fair to the pair. No, don't don't don't, don't add to this nonsense, not Joe. It's
2: not fair to pair. It's not fair to pair. Why are you banging? It's not fair to pair.
1: Emphasis. That, 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 that does not come through very well on the recording.
0: See Theo Theo, this is what happens when you leave. <laughs> this this is exactly <laughs> this what, what happens.
1: This would happen regardless if Theo
2: here or not. You're probably right. So anyway, this thing. This SNES classic Um When people think Nintendo, this is not where they usually go, and, you know, for mainstream people who aren't lifelong or typical video gamers, they think, well, even, even when you hear the word Nintendo, if you're not really up-to-date on their bizarre <laughs> news stories, the first thing you think about is that old gray box. Yep. With that rectangular,
1: uncomfortable controller. <laughs> and the front-loading, terrible Terrible. The one, the
0: one that you have to like jingle with your fingers sometimes. when mm-hmm. the cartridge work?
1: You know, if you if you ever found the new Nintendo that was briefly out, they top have loader. no problems actually yeah. working. Yep. The top loader, mm-hmm. no problems.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, after so many freaking decades, I would hope not. <laughs> they, they
2: eventually got it right at, towards the end of its lifespan.
0: Oh, I think it. <laughs>
2: God, the amount of time I put trying to get NES games to work
0: with you. Oh my yeah. gosh.
1: Hours, don't worry, everyone. Yeah, it wasn't just you. Mm-hmm.
2: So don't many blow in the cartridge, so many rumors of do this, do that. There was so like I blowing in the cartridge, was so are so commonplace. When I got my Nintendo, when I got my NES, the first thing I did was took the game out of it, blew in the cartridge, put it in <laughs> a brand mean, new game, brand new game. <laughs> I thought that's what you had to do. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I take a game out.
0: <laughs> I remember <laughs> Yo. oh boy I don't miss that I don't either
2: well, these things will not have that problem um, I don't see this selling as well as the NES classic but it will still sell so, you know. it'll still yeah
1: it'll cater to a slightly more hardcore audience right it won't be that that coffee table set piece that uh all these random, you know, 30-somethings are looking for at this point that yeah. only ever had one system and that was it. Some people just want Mario. That's what my co said. As long as I have Mario, I'm happy. Yeah, and they were willing to pay $60 for just Mario. Just
2: Mario.
0: <laughs> I mean, you paid three-something for just Zelda. But, that's yes, a, but how, I'm a hardcore gamer. How long an experience is that? No, you're
2: right. Yeah,
0: I mean, think about it. If they can't get through the first three stages, it's a long experience, also. No.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario Brothers is a four-minute game at this point in time. For
0: people like the us, like us that play games, but a regular parent, regular kid that doesn't know what they're doing. Trick is hold right. Let, when, let,
1: me, let, me, let me tell you something. If you got a kid who. In this day and age, and you gave them Mario Brothers 1, I don't think they'd be stumped by it for very long. No.
2: Yeah. I mean, the game, right from the get go, is literally designed to teach you how to play it.
1: And just the, the age that kids are growing up now with the level of technology that they have compared to what we had, where we're learning things back then that were entirely foreign, period. And now they're growing up with things that are infinitely more advanced than that. Just the idea. The, the hardest point will probably be the fact that they can't use tablet controls to control Mario. That, that's probably what was tripped them up the most. You mean I have to use my hands? It's like a baby's toy. How, does, how do these buttons work? So, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I'm pretty sure kids would smash Mario in this day and age. Oh, totally. Totally, totally, totally. Uh, you know, it's still refreshing to go and watch that Super Metroid video where the kids are learning Super Metroid. That's really good. That, re-
2: That's one of the best things I've ever seen that come out of that React uh, that React channel. Where it's like, this game is actually good. I feel like I'm learning as I'm playing. And I'm like,
0: ah. Satisfaction. Yeah. Hey,
1: how's cool. your Super Metroid run going,
0: uh, man? <laughs> Super Metroid? Wow. Yeah. RIP Gunpei Yokoi.
2: What? Great designer. All
1: right. So, it looks like it was well-synced, but, you know, we had this uh, Star Wars trailer come out for The Last Jedi, and then all of a sudden, Star Wars Battlefront 2 news shows up. Wow, it's just so convenient, isn't it? Indeed. Like, almost as if Star Wars goes together
2: with Star Wars. I would have never expected this to happen. Oh, Disney is just pouring out Star Wars stuff. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, all over the place. You'll get sick. You'll get sick of Star Wars faster than you will during the prequel area. I guarantee it. I mean,
1: as somebody who didn't really like the original Star Wars movies, so.
0: I must agree.
1: I liked Empire Strikes Back. That yeah, was a very, I, I very will, good movie.
2: I like Star Wars as a kid. I still like Star Wars, but I will agree that there, there, before. The, before some of the new movies, maybe even after, there was only really one good Star Wars movie and that's Empire Strikes Back. What number is that? What episode number? Five? Yes.
0: Wow.
1: Is technically the
0: second a, release. Second
2: second chronological in terms of current real life date. Second movie.
0: You know, I still haven't watched the I'm guessing this would that would be the seventh movie. I never watched it.
2: The um, I forget the name the of Force it. Awakens. It's Force Awakens. Yeah, like
0: I didn't watch it, nor the one that came out. I think last. Rogue One. Yeah, I
2: didn't care for Rogue One. Force Awakens, I liked. If, if anything, because it tickled that nostalgia bone I had.
1: So, all right, what's this? Uh, so Battlefront Two. Yeah, so that game is coming out. That game is coming, out and uh, and they announced something significant. There will be no season pass for the game. No season pass, which is good. So it's good news. Not saying that there's not going to be paid DLC. I'm sure there will be, but it doesn't appear at this time that they're going to be segmenting off their uh, their user base by locking maps behind a paywall. They
2: said this specifically, and any any long term listener of this podcast knows how much I hate hate when they do that. So when I heard that this will not be happening, I was thrilled. Even if I'm not gonna pick up Battlefront two, and let's be honest, I probably won't. This uh, this is start. This is setting. I hope this is setting a precedent for future games like this, where they don't lock off their user base because of content of like a, a content wall.
1: It's it's important to to point out the fact that Star Wars is developed by EA. Yeah. And <laughs> this game specifically, Dice, right? I believe so.
0: I believe mean, the first one was. Uh...
1: Specifically by Dice, I, I believe. I don't see why they would take them off of it. Uh, but EA is, for better or for worse, gotten a huge money grubber uh, label on them for their DLC practices. As EA's want to do, and I mean, they they pretty much showed that people are willing to pay them money for it. So they see no reason to stop. So Indeed. I found this decision to be very. Odd for them in terms of how they do their business. That is even, yeah, it is even more odd. It's, it is atypical for EA. So if EA is taking this stance, uh, I think that's a very good thing. Indeed, that's showing, you know, Activision, you don't have to do this. You don't have to go in. If you want to find something to do with DLC, you can, but it shouldn't be the maps. And no, this
2: is this is not to say they don't plan on
1: supporting their game long term. No, I, so. I'm sure they'll find something to make you pay for, or if anything, they might have an expansion, quote unquote, like a what was the Destiny expansion name? The uh, which one? Taken King or something? the
0: last one? I don't know. yeah, the Taken King is one. King. of The DLC right. that was an expansion. Yes, it wasn't. It was more an expansion pass than a DLC. Yes,
1: right. It's possible that they may take that route so that it's hey, we're not releasing these maps to block you off, but. Here is like Star Wars Battlefront one point five. Ha <laughs> ha Here is the expansion by that. Yeah. I so mean, we don't obviously we don't know their plans yet. No,
2: they 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 specifically kept that kind of hidden, but they did say that they uh. There's a quote here. It says the community is falling apart because there are simply not many people playing the different modes, and that's true. So this may. Instead of just, you know, playing towards the consumer, this may be just playing t- more towards their interests, mm-hmm. in that they want, pe- they want people to buy their content because a lot of people are going to play it, and not because it's available to play. Because if you do it that way, if you do it in the latter fashion, uh, your, your player base is going to be segmented, there's going to be fewer people playing, and then uh, future DLCs will probably drop off, because fewer people will be playing it, because they see that nobody's left.
1: Yep. Yeah. This pretty much what happened to Battlefield Three yeah. when I was playing Battlefield mm-hmm. Three. So this is probably
2: more of a—I uh, don't know what their plan is, but they're definitely—they're definitely planning on something entirely different than, you know, new game modes or new maps. But because I'm sure they still want to make money through through DLC and yeah, they got to somehow.
0: Yes, I mean I know a cold i don't know Call of Duty did this with the last Call of Duty game, but when I was playing Black Ops Three. They had the DLC patch for the stages, but after a while, they gave you the stages for free. So
2: how how long was that time frame? How long would they wait? I don't for I don't free?
0: really remember. I don't remember. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I definitely because I didn't. I'm not gonna buy the DLCs for a game that I like Call of Duty, but at mm-hmm. the time I already was like over it. Right. Well, and well, then the DLCs for it. So yeah. They had freshness. All of a sudden, playing the game and like I never played the stage before, and then it's like okay, well these are the new stages that was in the DLC. I guess enough time has passed, according to Activision, Now they give it; they rolled it out free to everybody. So, it could follow in that footstep also.
2: Well, maybe. Maybe that is what the... I, I doubt that is the plan, but we don't know. Like I said, they're being intentionally secretive.
1: Well, good... They put on a good uh, front, at least, right yeah. now. So that... It, it should serve them some good PR on the game, especially since the last one, I don't think it really met expectations.
2: No, and I think the um, there was some shenanigans with the DLC in that game, too, if I remember correctly. But the first one? With the fourth, fourth Battlefront one, yeah.
1: There was a uh, kerfuffle. <laughs> kerfuffle. <laughs> so, uh, good on them. For at least right. even if it's in their coming own, out and, and doing that.
2: Even if it's their own, if in their own self-interest, if it's self-interest and it's consumer-friendly, then I'm all yeah. for it. Everybody wins. Exactly.
1: Consumer-friendly is the biggest, biggest plus. Yeah. Alright, so, let's stay in the stars with uh, Blizzard deciding that after 20-some-odd years... Is it 20 years? 20 years? StarCraft has been out oh, 19 for years. 19 years. 1998, wow. yeah. Ugh. Well, you know, Starcraft. Oh, Brewed War came out the same year, didn't it? <laughs> Starcraft is going free. Starcraft is one. Starcraft, Starcraft one. one. Starcraft one. So Starcraft and Brew Wars, free. Not quite yet, right? It's free now. It's free now.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. It received an update for the first time in, I believe it was, eight years or so. Since Brood War has been updated. No new balance changes, I think. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any, any balance changes to Brood War, people are going to be like, Harum, farum, farum, get the pitchforks and the torches. We're coming for you guys. <laughs> this this Yeah, I don't think StarCraft Brood War is getting any
1: more balance changes ever. There's no reason for
2: it. No, there is not.
1: It, after a game has gotten no balance changes for two years mm-hmm. you probably just leave it alone at that point I mean that's take a look take one look
2: at HD Remix <laughs>
1: Street Fighter you know what I actually didn't mind a lot of the changes in HD Remix there were some good ones yeah,
0: yeah. some good of them rem-
2: was, some of them created new problems right when you re, when you rebalance things to that degree
1: new problems you get new problems yes and mm-hmm. for most people will will say that uh, Brood War is one of the perfect quote unquote yeah if Games like, that it doesn't it, really need to be changed at this point. It's
2: at a, it's at an if it ain't
1: broke, don't fix it state. So it's remastered though. Oh, so it's uh, it's coming in widescreen? Or uh I, I the the textures were definitely uh, upgraded. Yeah. They're putting I'm, some I'm, work sure into this.
2: I'm sure it's I'm sure it's been remastered to fit modern resolutions. And there's some spectator modes and some new features have been added. All the uh, all the units are the same. All the voices are the same. The game still plays the same way. You know, people are still good. People are still ter- terrible. People were already looking forward to loading up big game hunters. Speaking of big game
1: hunters... Ah. There was somebody running for a, a political seat in South Korea. don't remember exactly what the position was. But it might have been the one that was vacated by the, by that lady. Man, I should have I should have paid more attention to this one. But this politician put out his own StarCraft map. <laughs> That's what, what country was this? South Korea. South
2: Korea. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, the, the StarCraft map was basically Big Game Hunters. <laughs> with just a slight edit slight edit yep. to it so they didn't really make a map but it was it was interesting to see that piece of news in light of the, the new Starcraft yeah. the new Starcraft reveal here that they're making it free
2: I have not seen any uh, any news on the Korean reaction to this uh,
1: I think well they probably all have it already yeah so <laughs> well, you know, you're gonna make it something. free now we all own it Now it's free
2: and looks better. (laughs) My life for
1: (laughs) ire. Okay, so in the same vein of Blizzard going and releasing, re releasing StarCraft for free, now we're starting to see a lot of ports starting to pop up. A lot of ports
2: on Steam. Things are popping up all over the place on Steam. Bayonetta. Bayonetta sold 100k in its first week. And now there's talk of a Vanquish port coming onto PC. Because people are
1: demanding it. They're like, bring Vanquish! What else is coming to PC? Anthony, I hope you're listening because you're going to be having yep. a PC real mm-hmm. soon. You're going to take advantage of some of this.
0: I'm pretty sure I'll be stuck on Destiny. Well, Destiny
2: isn't until September. Mm-hmm. You want to have this thing ready before that.
0: A perfect world, yeah. Which we don't live in a perfect world. So. No, but there's a
2: game called The
1: Perfect World.
2: You can play it on your PC. Oh, it's an god!
0: Animal. i passed. I never played it.
1: <laughs> so, what's causing this this renaissance of ports, old, old ports, showing up on PC?
2: I honestly don't know. What I think is that the nostalgia well from like the early ages is running dry. yeah because
1: Nintendo's not making any more of them yeah
2: but it's like a game like Bayonetta is like a it's like literally a PS3 game yeah how do you get nostalgic for that well I was thinking about playing it like the week they released it I'm like (sighs) I was thinking about putting on my PS3 hooking up just so I can play Bayonetta
0: are there Devil May Cry ports on the PC yes there are okay
2: there's at least four. You can Devil May Cry 4, I don't know. Devil May Cry 4 and there's the uh, Devil May Cry Special Edition. Which one collection.
0: is 4 again? Nero? Yes. Okay. And uh, what about the latest one now? DMC? Yes. Also on PC.
2: Okay. Every Devil May Cry is on PC. Oh, everyone. Every okay. single one. Really? Yes. Oh. There, Devil May Cry 4, uh, spe- Devil May Cry Collection, okay. Special Edition, 1, 2, and 3. 3, yeah. And DMC. DMC. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Every single one. I don't know if I have the
1: patience to ever play three again. <laughs> really? I I played it and it's great. And three? I like yeah. three. I do. Lo- I love. That's one of my favorite action games is Devil May Cry three, but yep. I don't. I don't have that in me anymore.
0: Okay. I like. I I'm, I'm sad that I didn't finish DMC.
2: I never finished it either. <clears throat> I think I I think I'm with Dre on this one where I just don't have the I just don't have the uh, really. Yeah, I don't have it in me. You I, not, really? I don't have the will or mm. the or the or the uh, or the desire. But it just it just seems like I look at it I'm like I don't feel it.
0: You don't feel the same. I don't feel it. I understand.
2: I want to, but I don't
1: feel it. I just know I'm gonna be frustrated. <laughs> we to so, talk about DMC. Might
0: be something. Uh, might be something I have to pick up on console then. Console, the collection is on console, no. Don't, don't worry about
1: that. Don't worry stuff. about that.
2: You you're gonna you get your to. PC yeah. ready.
0: You wait a couple of weeks, right. couple of
2: months. So no 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 need to load disc. Just start it up. Go like, to town.
0: Like eight months from now,
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs> hopefully much sooner than then. Uh. So yeah, there's a lot of games. There's like a recent like renaissance, but I think about Bayonetta. That game is almost that game almost eight years old.
0: Is that long already? Nine right? No, yeah. I think.
2: 2010. I it? want to say 10.
0: Because <clears throat> it came out, it came out like early in the year, so it had to be 2010. It, it, was,
2: a, it was definitely a January release.
0: Because it came out alongside uh, Dark Siders.
2: And that was also a
0: January release. It was like a January between January and March.
1: It was a January. It was, those games were pretty much on the shelf at the same time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I still remember. October
1: that. 2009.
0: October. Yep. 2009. Yep.
1: For what? For Bayonetta. Really? Yes. I don't remember that. Mhm. Is it October 2009 in Japan? It might have been, because I do remember it coming out in J- January. I feel and, I yeah. I feel in my soul it came
2: out in January. Yeah. I definitely feel that. It might have been an, an October I Japanese, think a Japanese yeah. release. So, January 2010. So seven years old. Are we really getting nostalgic for games it, that are seven so
0: years old? It came out January fifth, two thousand ten, in Amer- North America. Okay,
2: all right.
1: I'm not. Um, and I remember those videos. No, no disrespect to Bayonetta. I mean, I, I, obviously you guys know I don't like the game that much, right? Right. But I can't feel myself getting nostalgic for PS3 era games. I, you I know just, what? You know what? You can't. know what else was released?
2: On Steam, not too long ago. There's also from the PS3 era, the Xbox era. What's that? Marvel 3. Marvel. Marvel 3. That's another one. So yeah,
1: I, It was. It was yeah. released on PC. I forgot about that. Yeah. During the Infinite Blitz, when they were trying to sell people on Infinite. Yeah, and it was a
2: couple months ago where they released it. summarily
1: them. fell off the cliff, and mm-hmm. nobody knows anything about any progress of that game. Nope. Don't know anything. Yeah, I, I don't know. I... Maybe maybe I didn't find a lot to be that interesting in the PS3 generation, but I don't find myself sitting here saying, "Oh man, I gotta play this PS3 game." It just—I I will for Bayonetta. <laughs> I feel that way for PS2 games at this point. Uh, I have recent—not recently—but I had hooked up my PS2 and played Sweet Cut in Five again, uh, Grandia Three, and a couple of these older. <laughs> Grandia Two also got uh, another PC release. Yeah, Grandia Two yeah. Get a PC release.
0: You know, I didn't have a PS Two for long to really enjoy enjoy it. Really, I got a used one and it broke down, and that was the end of the story.
1: Yeah, PS Two that broke. Sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't get used systems. PSA to everybody listening. I had
2: has got a refurbished system and that broke. Buy your P- stuff new. Don't be cheap.
0: I mean, when you when you're in school, you got no money, you know. Things happen.
2: Yeah, I hear that. That's why I got a refurb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it breaks
2: anyway. And yeah, I spent more money, you know, because I had to buy a new one. Kind of sucks, but what are you gonna do, right? You got Final Fantasy VII coming back too. I mean, that's that's a that's a complete redesign, though. Yeah, they're totally changing. Yeah, that game. So there's, there's a new wave of nostalgia hitting the hitting the video game scene now.
0: This is shows you that certain old things will never get old.
2: Or the whole the complete everything old is new again trend. Pretty much. I like it. But now I think everything old is new again is old again.
0: <laughs> oh god. Don't continue this.
2: What do you mean don't continue? Like the, the, the nostalgia trend, how long has this nostalgia train been running? No, no. He Mm -hmm. said, "Don't continue."
0: Like you're. I thought you're gonna continue your wordplay on and on. That's all. Oh no, I'm done. (laughs) Okay,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. I got no further to go on that. No, I
0: mean, how many times I wish I say I wish they had a a remake of Onimusha. Well, it's never gonna happen,
2: so you need. I can still wish. Some things are going to stay dead. Wait a minute. question. Speaking
0: of Onimusha, Uh can I get that on PC?
1: Um, That's Capcom. No, you'll never see that. That game is never coming out for anything. It's if dead. I got
0: I got to get a PS2 then. It's dead and am just, just gonna just borrow your PS2. Why? To play it. You don't need it. I don't, but I want to. You can emulate PS2. Uh, huh? You yeah, can Emulate you can. PS2. So I can still play it on
2: PC then. Yeah, yeah. That's what I had to do with Fragrance Story. That was worth it. That got me. That got me through a bad time in my life. <laughs>
0: Ah, freaking PC. Ugh. And it's
2: all going on the PC, too. I mean, it's not like these things are getting re released on modern consoles. These things are coming to Steam and GOG and other things like that, and, ind- and their own independent distribution services.
0: You know, one thing I do like about this whole PC idea, I can connect it to my TV and just have it on a uh, big screen. That was part of the
2: appeal for me, too. <laughs> yeah,
0: so. Yeah, okay.
1: Well. Okay. When you when you have a PC and you game on a PC, there's a whole subset of genres that are just do not translate to anything but PC. Yeah. That you will never get if you don't play a PC. But PC can kind of just take other genres of games from consoles and just they're now on PC. And maybe it took a while, but they're starting to realize that some of these PC gamers might have wanted some of these older games.
0: It's getting more and more popular. I mean it, it Any... is the it is the master race, right?
1: <laughs> that's what they saw that's what they call it.
2: That's what they call it. I well, like this. We should continue this discussion.
1: So let's do it then. Alright. So there's a old saying. My grandmother used to say it to me all the time, right? There's nothing new under the sun. Everything under the sun is already old. (laughs) By definition. So, thank you for ruining the saying. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, science! We have the NES Classic as our recent nostalgia bomb. This uh, Super Nintendo Classic, who knows if that's coming out. Probably. Game re-releases. All the time. All the time. We just got an NES re-release... The, not the NES a re-release of the the Capcom NES Disney games out of and nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> Nobody was expecting these.
2: Here you go. Might have been it. Might have been a tie-in because Disney owns Marvel. Maybe they like.
1: Maybe they cut a deal. Sure, mm. that's possible. Uh, even with the movies, we just got a Power Rangers reboot,
0: which I loved. You liked it. You saw I, it. I, yeah me me and the vet went to go watch it. Oh cool. Yeah, I oh. liked it. They played the, the original song. Of course they did. I got hyped. Oh my gosh. F- <laughs> yeah. Felt amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: There's a, there's a lot of things that are just popping up. Uh, Pokemon Go is probably another nod to nostalgia because of the Pokemon 20th anniversary. And obviously we saw how nuts that got. <laughs> so. A whole episode about it. <laughs> Still not a game. <laughs> one of, one of our most listened to episodes, also because it was because of the subject matter. It was yeah, Pokemon Go.
2: It's just it was just the, the hot thing for goodness. So good hopefully, since nostalgia is so popular, maybe this will be one of our more listened to
0: episodes. Yeah, I yo, that. I still see people at my job playing Pokemon Go. On my side. still, what are you doing?
2: Ah, so uh, would it be
0: safe to say we're in a little
2: bit of a another? Well, not another, but maybe a nostalgia renaissance. If even such a thing can exist,
1: and so when you look at the the new games that are being made in the indies, a lot of them are trying to sell you on retro. Yeah, totally. One almost wonder, but pretty much any almost Metroidvania yeah.
0: game. I was about to say that.
1: Yeah, and this is this is obviously something. It's not just it's, it's not just nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. The like the retro is almost becoming its own genre. I would, I would say retro is probably
2: one of the most popular genres out there. Right. Like, I think... I don't know if this is more to do with... It could be a combination of things. Some things involving um, developers being less willing to take risks because of a more prohibitively expensive to produce for industry. Uh, consumers unwilling to pay high prices, high $60 prices for video games. um People being very comfortable with what they're familiar with—it's probably it probably all rolls into one neat little yeah. Let's do this. It makes money package, right? Uh.
0: Yeah, it's that like, it's an old idea that they already know that I can sell.
2: Yeah, I mean when Bayonetta when Bayonetta was released uh, last week, it sold a hundred thousand uh, copies off Steam. A hundred thousand—that's
0: just um, in, in
2: in this first week worldwide. Probably. I mean, I I, I didn't see if it was. Uh, uh, any region, any any regional thing behind
0: it, but that's still a lot of copies in one week. In one week, yeah. Click.
2: And this this game is seven eight years old. Yeah, granted, it was, it was twenty bucks, so the price is uh the price is right. The price is the price is right. Uh-huh. I mean, one dollar. <laughs> <$1. laughs> I bid one dollar for Bayonetta.
0: What? One dollar and <laughs> one cent. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, he's gonna be that guy. Oh uh, boy.
2: So. A lot of these, uh, and a lot of these things are cascading off of each other. So, like some, uh, some of these, some of these developers and publishers and producers are putting stuff onto PC as kind of a test. And when it starts selling well, more and more stuff gets put on. Mm-hmm. And when that gets sold, like suddenly other people start seeing these trends, and they're starting to do it, which is what I think we're seeing now. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of more. There was a lot of ports last year too. There was a lot of like, not really a lot, but there were some things like trickling onto, trickling onto PC here and there. Um, you saw like, you, you saw, I think Near is one of the recent examples of like a newer video game putting getting put on PC. Uh, granted, a little bit later than, than the, a little bit after the fact. Like two uh, weeks. Yeah, like two weeks, but still, I mean, that and that sold very well on PC. So people are starting to see that these things are. It can be
0: sold on yeah. PC. Right.
1: it's an it's a, definitely an emerging market. Right, That's a, by the fact that Microsoft has all but killed their Xbox because of right uh, compatibility with PC. But,
2: but this isn't this isn't even really about you know um, PC gaming on a whole. This is about the nostalgia trend. But for the most part, right. these games are being put on to, uh, uh, to, per, to a to to personal computer, like kind of kind of. Um, platforms here so i think part of the reason for that is the the uh, pc uh pc market isn't isn't holding to a uh a console generation so there's no real expiration date on it it will always be there in some way shape or form to be purchased that's true
1: unless it's early era pc games then those were kind of subject to (laughs) those those sometimes sometimes you need dos box
2: (laughs) need what (laughs) yeah exactly but I, th- I think even GOG, the GOG has some of those older games on it, and they have they have uh, their own built-in thing to make it work. Mm-hmm. So they're ready for it. They have they have they have things that are ready for it. So, and you start to see other things like Saints Row Two is free now.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. the, and looking at Blizzard making Starcraft free and now Saints Row being free. Yeah, you, you think this is going to be a trend? Now we're, we're going to start seeing some of these companies say. It'll never be Nintendo, obviously, because yeah. they'll sell you their old games for like $10 a piece. Yeah. But you think that, say you have a, a PlayStation Plus subscription or an Xbox uh, Live subscription, that one day their game of the month is going to be a free copy of an old PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, or Xbox original it would, game. It would be cool. You open up and say, hey, here's a copy of Mega Man X4 for free
0: you think it might okay. be
2: it probably is like a tie-in to try to sell some of their newer games more like more than likely i think this this guy games are starting to trickle on the pc although there's not the newer ones aren't really available on that platform right they they released
0: one sometime yeah. last year i think two is coming as well
2: mm-hmm. if not it's a, if it's not out already i remember hearing some rumblings about it
0: you know i don't mind the the, the nostalgia train that we're on but I just hope that it's not an excuse for developers not to make anything new.
2: Well, it's not really an excuse. Like I like I said, these like new games are a gamble. Um, but what have their people have the, these publishers have their old games that may not be so available. So they're like they're starting to dig into the areas that uh, the, Plus, people aren't playing on their PS3s and Xbox 360s for the most part anymore. I mean, some people are sure. But a lot, a lot of people. I know I have, have pretty much packed these things away. So before April, before April first, there was like I thought April Fool's Day was when they, uh was they when they the, the rumblings of this Bayonetta thing came out on PC. And prior to that, I'm like, I would really like to play this game again, but I don't want to pull out my PS3. I wonder if they'll ever do a PC release so I can just play it whenever I want. And lo and behold, there it is. So. I think they're starting to dig into this, uh, this this untapped nostalgia market. Although, can we really be nostalgic for a game that's seven years old?
1: No, I don't think so. But really, the, I mean the, the the nostalgia market. I don't think it's untapped, but you're you're certainly seeing it pop up a lot more. But if you look at if you look at the fact that you could have bought PS One games on your PS Three, or you have Nintendo's virtual console you you were able to get a lot of these old games not necessarily all of them or not necessarily the ones that you want but they were available if you you had the right platforms but it just feels like now that it's like almost every other quote unquote new game is hitting some sort of nostalgia like purposely going for it yeah, because... Or if it's not just straight out a re-release or a remaster. You
0: know what? That's how you're going to attract somebody. For example, Breath of the Wild. You have to have some kind of old Zelda elements in there to attract the old players. Right. You're making
2: a Zelda game. It needs to have Zelda elements. Yeah, of
0: course. Like yeah. You can't make a Zelda... like Certain titles, you can't make a Zelda game and it's like nothing... About Zelda, it yeah. screams Zelda to you.
2: It is oftentimes not profitable to be avant garde.
1: Oh, you're, you're absolutely, absolutely correct.
2: correct. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll see you'll see some success now and then. You will, but for the most part, it's like being the trendsetter doesn't always really work. I mean, I think um, Demon Souls is an exa- I think is an example of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Being 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 a success, ugh, being a success. Excuse me. But a lot of things get pushed under the wayside. They have element. They have some elements of some things that could be really good. Like like take No Man's Sky, for instance. Like that would that game had a lot of promises and and tried to deliver a brand new experience uh, with you know with like really ambitious goals and it just didn't really pan out. That that could be because of like the game was maybe poorly designed, but it was it was initially a very ambitious project, and I think it looks it looks like Star Citizen, another game that's kind of out, but not kind of you know, might might be suffering from might might suffer from the same thing. Although that shows a little more promise, uh, but then you have the flip side of that where things that play in nostalgia sometimes don't really pan out either. Like take Mighty Number no. Nine for instance. <laughs> Although that could also be uh, a victim of uh, poor design choices. So who who's to say? I mean Shovel Knight's obviously the success story for that kind of
1: thing. Right. You know? Shovel Knight. Yeah. You I think the important part about hitting nostalgia, mm-hmm. and especially when you're when you're designing new games that are trying to evoke nostalgia, or when you're just simply remaking a game, is you need to make people remember what it was that they thought that they liked. Yeah. Not necessarily one-to-one aping of a of a game or or just taking the game and bring over a fresh coat of paint. See, when I played Ocarina of Time on the 3DS, that game looked like how I remembered it. Yeah. Despite the fact that it was a significant graphical upgrade, right? That you're seeing it with adult eyes now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but my memory filled in the blank. Mm-hmm. So when I th- when I think of the game, it looked like what I was playing on the 3ds. So I said, "Yes, this, this looks perfect." But then I saw it again on the N64, and I said, "This game is horrible." How, yeah this does not look like how I remembered and everything it. on the sixty four kind of looks really terrible this, this is absolutely not how I remembered it mm-hmm. but that's because I didn't really I didn't really play it that much yeah all things considered you know I, I I played through it a couple times and that was pretty much it yeah
2: it's it's one of those games you really don't really have to revisit more than once it I'll say said it once I said it a thousand times it doesn't really reward multiple playthroughs. There's a lot of emptiness in that game.
0: So, I guess it's nostalgic. nostalgic? I don't think that's a word. Games are a hit and miss, or they can be a hit and miss. It can be.
2: I mean, just like any other video game, you know? But because of, like, because of retro elements, and in the case of Ocarina of Time, uh, these games have already been made. So, there's less risk involved in it.
0: Now, question, do you guys prefer a nostalgic game that's like to the T in today's modern time? I prefer,
2: to, I think most people who play video games want to see something new with every new video game they play.
0: So, like say for example, like, would you rather a remastered Super Metroid, or would you rather another Metroid game that has elements of Super Metroid, but... A new new jazz to it. I
2: would rather a, another 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 game like Super Metroid. That's not Super Metroid. Okay. I'd still play. I'd still play a remastered Super Metroid. N- yes. I would play it, um, but I always want something new over something I've played already. I understand. Um, sometimes you don't have to do doing things completely new. Like in the case of Axiom Verge, where it just took elements of uh, a couple of different games, put them together, and really worked very well. Yeah. like i think Axiomverse took the better parts of metroid and the better parts of contra mm-hmm. and made a game out of it so that that definitely worked well for me it
1: did, really didn't do anything new at all it's the same yeah. the yeah. same formula of shovel knight yeah. the same formula of binding of isaac yes where they're just mashing together a whole bunch of good retro ideas mm-hmm. instead of just wholesale taking any one idea right some things some things combined very well so you have, so you don't even have to do
2: anything new, but the newness is the combination or it's just you know what happens if we add X to y and sometimes you get Z and Z works sometimes Z will be shit.
1: And you know isn't it, when you' when you're hitting that retro that trying to hit that retro feeling, you have to be careful to not be is there, is there a retro version <laughs> of the uncanny valley? Yeah. <laughs> when, when the game, yeah, when you're playing the game and it feels too much like an NES game, yeah. that's not a good thing, right? I mean, uh, like that's that, what was turning people off of Double Dragon Four, where
2: was, it, where people people were getting turned off of Double Dragon Four because it was essentially Double Dragon Two,
1: right? But yeah. The, yeah. It, it has so you're playing Double Dragon Four, it has NES slowdown baked into it. Mm-hmm. it there's no jump button. It's these are not things that you would expect out of a game in twenty sixteen twenty seventeen modern, right. in in modern it's 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 one
2: thing to be retro; it's another thing to take out the quality of life things that modern video games have. Because uh, because right, right. there's a lot of things that were that we moved on for that we're thankful for no longer existing video games, like control, control problems. Yeah, like you want you want your games to control well and be comfortable while you control it. You don't want you don't want jumping to be difficult. <laughs> You don't want basic control to take effort. And I understand that completely. It, so there's definitely two buttons yeah. to jumps. No. There can definitely be two retro. At, at least from a control aspect. You definitely don't want that to happen. And then there's this uh, then there's this thing where the sometimes games look too retro. Like you take a look at the game and it's unappealing because well that's that's not what I want my games to look like these days
0: you mean like yeah. pixelated I guess
2: Pixelate. it, there's there's games that are pixelated for the sake of being pixelated and that's really all there is to it like they're trying to cash it on the retro thing without really capturing the essence of why people like this, they see oh well, retro games are successful, let's do our own you know with a purposely pixelated art style and uh, you know, simple control schemes and you know, like it's been done to death Sort of the retro, again, the retro version of the uncanny valley. <laughs> Which something's things the uncanny valley being sometimes things can look too realistic and it creeps you out.
1: So I don't I don't know uh, moving into the into more recent quote unquote retro things. I'm I i do not see a lot of PS2 Xbox One era remakes. You're right. You're absolutely right. Which feels like the the era that they should be trying to do a lot of remakes for. Yeah. Like the You have your, your PS1, PS2, Xbox One era. Like that era feels like it's ripe for the picking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would put GameCube in there, but I don't think there's many GameCube games. There's got to be one or two. <laughs> but Nintendo did remake the ones that deserved it. Yeah. With the Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Uh, Metroid Prime, I guess, technically got a sort of remake on the Wii, yeah. even though they made. So, so N-
2: Nintendo does worse. this. then
1: Nintendo does it all the time. Well, you know, pe- also
2: people have been yelling for a Final Fantasy 7 remake, redesign, remaster, what have you, for a few. It feels uh, like since 1998.
0: Now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> feels like decades now. So that's another kind of thing. Sometimes people demand nostalgia. Like we love this, we want to see it again, but better. <laughs> Blizzard did that with StarCraft. I don't, although I don't know if people were really clamoring for a new, updated version of Brood War. Were, I think they were just fine playing the old version. <laughs> they were fine, yeah, but you know, they don't want it to look ugly. Yeah. And StarCraft Two, let's be honest, wasn't nearly as successful.
1: No, but it definitely looks better.
2: Definitely looks a lot better.
1: <laughs> I don't think it was a bad game, StarCraft Two. No, it's not. It just didn't catch.
2: It, yeah. Balance wasn't as good. I mean, it, it, you're never gonna recapture the 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 good balance in Brood War. I'm not even all that privy to it, but man, like, even I even I know when you when you make when you can make a sport out of a game, that's something that says something. I and mean, pretty much invented esports. Yeah. So <laughs> that's another thing too. I wonder if uh, I wonder if like speed running and like seeing people play these old games on Twitch or something like that really kind of of like repopulating yeah generating interest interest in like some of these older ones Uh, but like some like I said some of these some of these remakes are pretty recent
1: (laughs) well there so there's a lot of things that I mean more like in the movie spectrum that we grew up with that were kind of remakes of older things that we had no idea they were actually remakes uh Now we're growing older and we're seeing the things that we grew up with becoming remade. Yeah. Like Ninja Turtles is cool again. Ninja Turtles like, ne- t- really never stopped being they, cool. They kind of disappeared for a little bit. There was a little time, but yeah, and now, you know. And then they came back. I in, see back children wearing
2: day. Ninja Turtles stuff all the time. I have for years, ever since I started working in, for, in public education. Right. Ninja Turtles, one of those things that always stuck around. Uh, Transformers never really stopped being popular. Yeah, Transformers, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's, There are some things that are just perpetually nostalgic. That just spans generations. Star Wars is definitely the number one permanent nostalgia thing in existence. Always, always, always there will be a generation growing up with Star Wars. Ever like Ever since I was a child, Star Wars has always been popular, no matter what movie has been out there, never stopped.
0: I mean, yeah, like just like um, kids with Legos now.
2: Legos also never stopped being popular. Yeah, it just... is. And now there's, now, now Legos jumping on the bandwagon Say, hey, these other things are popular, yep. let's cross these things together, and now some of these Lego things are more popular than the source material.
0: Pretty soon, it's going to be Lego Power Rangers.
2: Oh, God. I'm surprised there isn't already. Yes. Really surprised. Listen,
0: if 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 you guys are making that, I need my cut. <laughs> it's too late. You already put it out there. You
2: did. You gave the information out for free. i are not Again. gonna give you anything. <laughs> You've already surrendered it. You've not
1: learned from the previous mistakes. Indeed you have not. Indeed you have not. Legos is a pretty interesting one because when we were growing up, Legos were already old. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but look how they reinvented themselves. Let's let's make all these different characters now.
1: Yeah, like Le- Legos didn't really have characters. They just had these random nameless... Yeah, stuff.
2: Right. And then they started it's- getting franchises and selling new sets. And- yeah.
0: I, like, I remember when I was in junior high school, like that's when they came up with the whole Bionicle stuff. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's, Lego- it's like It was like teenager Legos, pretty much. Right. It was pretty cool. Now mm-hmm. it's like... There's freaking Lego Dimensions... You buy a game set where you build Legos to use them as characters and vehicles in the game. It's, it's like using it's, Legos, yeah, using blocks. You cross, you cross so many worlds into one thing. Now it's like, okay, cool.
2: Legos, Lego is its own brand,
1: yeah, its own, it's own nostalgia brand. Yeah. Yes, it is. Internally it's, it's nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I
0: knew it was nostalgic when, like, even the set pieces for Lego Dimensions, they had like Back to the Future set. They had different sets for these things. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Suddenly,
2: suddenly, Lego doesn't need these things, these things need Lego exactly. Okay. That's how you know you've made it in, in society.
1: They have a Lego Batman
2: movie, yep, yes, a Lego Batman movie, which did
0: pretty well. Pretty well. <laughs> Kids love
2: it, they love it, they can't show up about it.
0: And then look at the game, you got Lego Star Wars, you got one, two, three, and I believe there's four and five. There's there.
2: a kid in the classroom today, is like, we we're asking him questions, like, do you like Batman? He's like, yeah, I like Batman. Oh, Lego Batman.
0: Like, to say Batman. Yeah. <laughs> just say Batman. When I purchased Lego Marvel, that game was... It looked a- freaking amazing. It looked really good for a freaking Lego game. <laughs> Why does it look better than most high-end graphic games that's on the PS PlayStation? I really
1: impressed by this game Cause when, it looked, when you brought it over that first time.
0: Because <laughs> it did stuff to to that game that higher-end games couldn't or just, they they didn't do. I was like, how is that possible? <laughs> Why does this Lego game look better than what game expected to be like why is this lego game more fun than freaking um was it 19... Um, What's that game again? The Order? The Order. 18... 1886? 18,
2: you keep You keep going to that 1886. Because that well. game
0: disappointed the shit out of me. <laughs> you're not <laughs> alone. <laughs> you <don't, laughs>
2: shit. you tell me you're not going to be
1: nostalgic for that one.
2: <sighs> he, I mean, he's mentioned it more on this podcast. <sighs> than the I think anything. I, I, he's <laughs> already <a> nostalgic for <laughs> it.
0: I'm going to tell you the, you the truth.
2: You know what it is? You know what? I think it's time to re-
0: remake The Order 1886. <laughs> I would kill somebody. <laughs> is this one... That, I don't get disappointed for a lot of games, but that one really disappointed me. Nah, well, this, yeah, well, it's a it's a
1: it's a sore spot for you then. Yeah. Okay, I get it. <laughs> so what's on PS2 that needs to
0: be remade? I don't know. Onimusha. Onimusha. <laughs> you know that's gonna happen. I don't know why you even asked.
2: You know what? We are getting. Are we getting? We're, we're getting, getting Final 5, Fantasy XII. Yep. Yeah.
0: I did read about. Yeah, that. That,
1: that is that is a day negative forty pickup.
0: For <laughs> this is what the the, the it's gonna be the third time you picked it up. Uh, no, it's
1: only the second time. Even
2: even even PC gaming is getting in on the nostalgia trip. Not only is there StarCraft, System Shock is being re released. There's new Mech Warrior coming out next year. Yeah, new Mech Warrior. That's right. Yeah. Even <laughs> even PC games are getting in on the nostalgia train. And those things are, uh, for, well, for the most part, unless you need DOSBox or an older version of Windows. Looking at you, Quest for Glory Five. Ugh. <laughs> looking at you! Never got to play it. I updated my, updated my computer. I'm like, well, can't do this now. It's dead. <laughs> so it's dead.
0: I'm trying to think of PS2 games
2: preser- preserving the old old games.
0: I didn't have. A, I didn't really have many PS2 games to really go back off of. Mm-hmm. I had God of War Two, but I don't want to play that over again. I demolished every God of War game ever made.
2: Why isn't, there, why isn't there a Metal Gear Solid collection? There is. They did
0: make one. Yeah? On the PS... I actually... I own it. It's on PS3. It has one and two in Snake Eater? Yes. Okay. And it has, it has a couple more games.
2: Okay, so that's already done. You don't need to do that. Uh, okay. So like, you, already made, you already you already remastered, two. Yeah,
0: and you have... Kind of, sort of. You have the Kingdom Hearts stuff, so you don't oh, need Hearts that. Kingdom Hearts just needs a new
1: game. <laughs> Kingdom <laughs> Hearts is a, is a nice example of a franchise that... Is feeding on its nostalgia to its detriment. Yeah,
0: That's
2: the, a, that is a, that is a good
1: point.
0: To the point where when a new one comes out, it's gonna care.
1: Cannibalizing itself. Yes. yes. It's way too. Please, please, no more decimal games.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Square is focused on making these so many other different games. Is like, I guess, it's fucked uh, up, but.
2: I mean, there's there, there's sorry to cut you off, but there's definitely a point in a in a, a franchise's lifespan where it's the right time for something to
0: happen. It passed already. I,
2: I, I feel like that that it's it's kind of passed for uh, for Half Life as well.
1: Oh, yeah. but he, I'm pretty sure there's nobody on the face of the planet who really expects there to be a Half Life three no, at this point. No,
2: and you might see it one day, but it's not. I don't feel like it's time for it.
1: I don't think it will be well received. When it when it really right, exactly when it comes out, it's gonna be yeah. nothing but disappointment. Right, this is, this is the same argument that Square had when they were not re-releasing Seven. Yeah, it's a tricky, it's a tricky window you had to get
2: in with some of these old franchises. You have to, you need to be able to read the environment. Sometimes you just some some franchises just re-release people and they come out like, well, why are they doing this now? I think that was the case for Double Dragon. Yeah. Like I would have I think Double Dragon Neon came out a little bit too late. It was a great game and a good a good revitalization of a franchise, but it was just a little too late. And then Double Dragon Four came out to universal shrugs, I'm like why?
1: But you yeah. know what? At least Double Dragon Neon was trying something new. Exactly. Yeah. It was it was using the name and trying something new, and then maybe they just like you said, mistimed it, but Yeah. You didn't really fault it for that, it was just the interest was low. Yeah. Especially it just came out of nowhere.
2: Pretty much. There are some things that would just come out of nowhere that would just slay me and slay me dead. Like if, they, <sighs> if you announce a new Chrono game, I think if you, at, at, any t- at any point in time, if you, if you said you were re- re-releasing a new Chrono game or coming out with a new Chrono game, people would lose their mind yes, yeah, that's, yes. What, that's one game that we're like I think the window is always open for it's,
0: that there's certain games that can do that no matter what no and, matter how long
1: you know it's those games that don't whore out their pretty much their name but if you release a new Lufia game you'd be like who yeah there's only <laughs> a couple people would really know yeah I don't know how many people are going out pining for the days of when they played Estopolis yeah right <laughs> so when when you say alright we're gonna release a new Chrono game there have been official, as far as I know, officially, three Chrono games that have been released Chrono that Trader. that we got here, stateside. Chrono Cross. And then Ratic. Chrono DS. Chrono DS. So that, this, that's part of the reason why they can release a new, they can announce a new Chrono game at any point in its lifetime. It has buzz. And it people has buzz. don't care. Mm-hmm. Because it, they haven't run into the ground like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. There's 84 different Kingdom Hearts games, and there's still only one and two. Yeah. And everything seems to fall in between those, or before one. Prequels,
0: something. sequels, prequels to and, prequels. And at
1: some point, you just go, where did you get all of this junk to fit in between these two games?
0: If they would have made Kingdom Hearts 3 on a PS3, which they should have made it on, it would have blew up crazy.
2: Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 3, at this point... Needs to be a, the, the flat end of the story. Yes, that's it. yeah. That's, it that's the only thing day. you can you do to be any. But day.
0: you know what's the funny thing? I still feel like Kingdom Hearts is that game that when it, whenever it decides to come out, it'll still sell.
2: I don't know about that anymore.
0: I feel that way. Maybe, maybe there's some people,
2: but I, I think only people who remember the first two Kingdom Hearts
0: games would really
2: even. No, yeah, that
0: like much. for for example, me. I've only played the the actual numbered Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. I've played probably I played what was it called three sixty five <laughs> slash seven days.
2: See, that's, that's that's a problem, problem with names like that.
1: You don't remember them. <laughs> I think it's three hundred and fifty six over two days. What a, like whatever that.
0: the stupid yeah. nonsense it the is. Worst
1: titles I've ever experienced. In Absolutely. My
0: life. But like I would go, I will go back and buy the collection. Because I haven't played the rest. And they like, try to piece the story together at least. I probably will still, want, still be confused. Be cap or something. <laughs>
1: quite honest, and, and now this has become all really focused on Kingdom Hearts, but quite honestly, they missed their chance to get this game out by the time that Haley Joel Osment's voice changed.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they should,
1: they should, it should have never gotten to the point of, we need to recast Sora because Sora
0: is now an adult.
2: They can they can make their game like that, around that. They can make it put adult Sora in the game.
0: Nah, I don't think
2: so. Then they
1: then they'll have to make another eight games in between two and three to explain what happened. Oh God! <laughs> but there you go. That's how you keep selling <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Keep, <laughs> that's how you keep the nostalgia train running. For exactly.
2: Hearts. See, manufactured <laughs> manufactured nostalgia. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. As long as people pay for it, it'll work, right? Sure. <laughs> right. Bottom line is nostalgia goes where the money is,
1: and it's pretty high right now. Yeah, with always is. So I mean, people, you know, it's because people
2: miss the. I think people miss the simpler times. Right. People like simplicity and just relaxing with a video game. When you make your video game too much work, then. You really don't want to play it. I think that's what's happening with games like Devil May Cry, and to, to an extent for me, Near, Automata. Where I look at these games, and I'm like, I have to put in. I, I have to put in what kind of stuff to make this uh, to make this enjoyable. I have to I have to practice how much. I have to know how much stuff. I have to remember this combo, that combo, enemy enemy patterns, and all this stuff. It's it's. Sometimes you just want to just jump on an enemy and it dies.
1: <laughs> Hit an enemy with a sword, it dies. This is this is the if if anybody ever had any doubt, this is being an old man. Because when you sit around and saying wishing for the simpler times of video games, yeah, and you go and think about it, I'm not saying me specifically, but how, me
2: specifically,
1: <laughs> how when we were growing up, people would be like, oh, you know. Things were simpler back in the day. Yeah. And actually, you, when we were growing up, when we were growing up, people, other people were saying
2: that. And we were saying, man, wouldn't it be cool if this were a little more complex? You could do this, 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 and that. You can customize what you're doing instead yep. of just slashing at it. And now we're playing, now we're playing. And I'm like, man, I really you wish this would just die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then these kids that are growing up playing these games mm-hmm. are going to experience something that's ridiculous. Twenty years down the line, and they're going to turn around and say, "Man, I wish games were as simple as Minecraft."
2: Man, remember when we can just build stuff with blocks? <laughs> now we have like...
1: Now we need to make human sacrifices, like,
2: Hedrons, and we have to shape things like Michelangelo and other into like actual objects using our virtual reality, augmented reality hands. Why can't we just use blocks? <laughs> It'll happen
1: to you. This is a warning yeah. if you happen to be young and watch this. Watch. <laughs> we can't Just watch can't, this podcast. Even when we're not trying.
2: <laughs> Over a year, we're still making that mistake. I mean, we've made it a trend here. We've sort of adopted it as our own, but we're still legitimately making that mistake.
1: <laughs> I have to put this episode up on YouTube and that way it'll make more sense. Sure. Watch the waveform. Why not? <laughs> Some video behind it. Yeah, okay. It's <laughs> possible. Gosh. Put a put a picture. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit. You can find us on EvilAvatar.com. And something's going on with Megalomaniac.com. What's
2: going on with Megalomaniac.com?
1: So it's getting a little bit of a rebranding.
2: Interesting.
1: Uh, so, I will need to figure out if we will still be there. I see. But, let's just go with it for now. You can still find us at Magnomeniac.com. Even if you can't, the guy who runs it is Cool People, so you can keep going there. Uh, I believe it's now actually, might just be linking to his personal or professional webpage. So, we'll see where it's going.
2: Under renovation.
1: Yeah. It also had a, uh an issue with a with a malware problem oh recently unfortunately with a, uh, one of those Google false positives where it says Hold on, there's something wrong with this website. Uh, Big red yeah. screen.
2: I've gotten that for like websites I visit frequently. Yes. Yeah, so, I know people they'll legitimately, legitimately panic over that. Yes. I'm like why? Just so he had to anything.
1: basically try to take down everything and, and remake
2: that's a shame. So that's
1: why it's under renovation. Yeah so All right. There might be some issues with that, but...
2: Well, at least it doesn't have that old Angel Fire thing with the under construction and the lights and the MIDI sound, playing the Saved by the Bell theme song. It's very specific, I know.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say with the social medias. I want to just kind of end on that awkward note. You made it awkward. I did? You did.
2: So did he. By not saying anything.
0: I think Theo make it awkward.
2: No. Theo has a legitimate reason for not being here.
0: Just made it awkward.
2: Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm using
0: his computer. That's it's definitely weird. awkward. I had to
2: make a video call to get this to work. Because his instructions were a little off kilter.
0: Hence, he made it awkward.
2: Yeah. If you want to call it awkward, sure. You really, you really intend on keeping this awkward, aren't you? Of course. It's
0: All this right. is very awkward. Fine. Whatever
2: makes you happy. Awkwardness. Dre, take us home.
1: 4205 cast off.